Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Odds are good that at one point or another in your life, you've memorized the formula for the area of a triangle. You know, the classic area is equal to one-half base times height. But the truth is that you didn't really need to memorize that formula. Not because it's not a useful formula to know. Triangles show up all over the place and knowing how to calculate their area is extremely useful. But because you already knew how to do it, you just didn't know it. What exactly am I talking about? How could you have known something that you hadn't yet learned? Stay tuned because that's exactly what we'll be talking about today. The area of a triangle is equal to half the length of the triangle's base times its height. No matter what the triangle looks like, how big or small it is, always and forever. What do we mean by base and height? Well, the base of the triangle is simply any one of its three sides. For most triangles, any side will do, so you get to choose. Once you've chosen a side for the base, you need to draw a line perpendicular to it that intersects the vertex where the other two sides of the triangle meet. If doing that for the base you've chosen on your particular triangle is impossible, you need to try another side for the base. The length of this line you've drawn is the height of the triangle. Okay, that makes sense, right? Hopefully so. And if you draw a few triangles and stare at them for a while, I think you'll see that no matter which of the three sides you call the base, for most triangles, the line perpendicular to the base extending to the opposite vertex is always the corresponding height of the triangle. And it turns out that the area of the triangle is always half the length of its base times that height, the infamous formula you learned long ago. But why is that? Believe it or not, it's totally obvious why the area of a triangle has to be half its base times its height. Once you know the trick. Of course, until you know the trick, it's completely baffling and seems pretty much arbitrary. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. To understand where this formula comes from, start by thinking about right triangles. As you'll recall, a right triangle is a triangle that has one 90-degree, also known as right, angle. Imagine drawing one of these right triangles with one leg, which we'll dub its base, aligned horizontally, and the other leg aligned vertically. Its third and only slanting side, as we're looking at things, is called the hypotenuse. So what's the area of this triangle? As always, it's half the triangle's base times its height. In this case, the base is just the length of the horizontal leg, and the height is just the length of the vertical leg. No big surprise. 
yet. Now let's do something tricky. I want you to imagine making a copy of this triangle, spinning it halfway around, and then nestling it up hypotenuse to hypotenuse with the original triangle. What does the resulting picture look like? Well, the two triangles come together to form a perfect square. And what's the area of that square? It's simply the width of the square times its height. In this case, the width of the square is the same as the base of the triangle. And the height of the square is the same as the height of the triangle. So the area of this square is equal to the triangle's base times its height. But look at that. The triangle makes up exactly half the area of the square, which means that the triangle's area must be half its base times its height, which, of course, is exactly what the area formula tells us. See, it is kind of obvious once you see it. But what about regular old non-right triangles? Why is it that their area is also equal to half their base times their height? Time for another trick. Start by picturing a lovely symmetric triangle whose base is sitting horizontally in front of you and whose two sides each slope gracefully towards one another to meet at some point above the base. Now draw a line representing the height of the triangle, which, as usual, extends from that point down to the base. What does this picture look like? Well, the height line you've just drawn has split the triangle into two smaller right triangles. If you play around for a few minutes drawing some triangles, you'll see that you can always play this kind of game and turn any one non-right triangle into several smaller right triangles. The good news is that you already know why the area of a right triangle is half its base times its height. It's because a right triangle takes up half a square. And here's the best part. This is also true for each and every one of the smaller right triangles you get when you break up non-right triangles. The mini squares that circumscribe these smaller right triangles combine to form one larger square that circumscribes the entire triangle, which is precisely why the area of every single triangle, no matter its shape or size, is always half its base times its height. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. While you're out and about on the internet, please be sure to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for you and all the math fans in your life, and it's just as relevant today as the day it was published. You can find it wherever you like to buy books. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude, and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.